Hey there, Lisa Schwartz here. Welcome to my podcast, Teach and Talk with Lisa, where we are unpacking biblical principles with everyday words and applying them to our everyday lives. I'm so excited to have my friend Gary Birkins, as promised, back to be talking to us about mountaintop experiences. Now, I'm going to just pitch it right over to you to talk to us about mountaintop experiences. All right, let's just, so what we've been talking about is, when I say mountaintop, I'm really talking about getting in the presence of God. What we need, and I, I feel like I'm, I'm going to be in so much trouble eventually. The, the, the emails haven't hit yet, but I, I keep feeling in my spirit, and so I keep saying it's, it's not about reading the Bible all day. Mm-hmm. That's not what we need. Mm-hmm. And I feel like from you know, here comes the emails. Yeah, people but, are just going to pull that part out. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to get clips of me played back to me. Pastor Gary said you don't need to read the Bible. That is not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is. I think sometimes because we don't know what to do when trouble comes. And so we'll just, okay, I'm just going to, you know, maybe it's marriage problems or problem with your kids. So I'm just going to block off an hour of my day and I'm just going to read the Bible all day. And, and we need to do that. But that is not going to be the complete solution. We have to have the Word, but it has to be balanced with the presence of God. Because it. we can read the Word as if it mm-hmm. is this other entity. But the Word is God. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, was God. Mm-hmm. Same was it. So, so the Word is God, but it's not just information. Mm-hmm. I think men are especially prone to, to this kind of behavior because mm-hmm. we, we have these boxes we have to check yeah. off. We've got these lists we have to do. You know, we're mowing the grass. We're changing the oil in the car doing this, doing that, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and I read the Bible. And mm-hmm. so, and it just becomes another Check. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I read two chapters, I'm good. And, and so that's what I'm saying has to change. Mm-hmm. Because in the world we live in today, in the environment and what's going on, you need more than just, I read the Bible yeah. for an hour. But we need to read the Bible for an hour. But you need to put that with the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, you have the intellect yeah. But you don't have the Spirit. I love it. And it's going to be the Spirit of God that's going to get us through because the Spirit calls to the Word mm-hmm. we've put in us. And so when the Word, you know, and what I would encourage, I encourage people all the time, don't just read the Word, study the Word. Don't it. just study the Word, memorize, memorize the Word. Mm-hmm. We have to put it in us. But if we don't, if we're not walking in the Spirit, if there's, if there's no Word in there, the Spirit has nothing to draw mm-hmm. from. But right. when it's there, and that's its purpose. When trouble comes, the Spirit of God reaches in Love us and it. pulls out that verse, yeah. and it's like, oh, that's going to get me through. Mm-hmm. But you've got to have those times when we're in the Spirit of yeah. God. And so when I'm talking about how important it is for us in our world today to have those mountaintop experiences, those experiences with the presence of God, because when we get in the presence of God, it's what's going to get us through the crazy, mm-hmm. can I get an amen, amen, the crazy that's going on amen. in our world today. Yes. So let, let me just... You I was, some, I, yeah. yeah, I was thinking about just yesterday. I, I was we were talking about Jesus when he visited the two on the road to Emmaus, and I was like, note that his presence was there, mm-hmm. and he was quoting the word, but they missed the revelation. It wasn't mm-hmm. until later. So it is possible. I love mm-hmm. that you said. So it is possible for us to sit, read the word, and even kind of feel like we're inviting God in or whatever. But if if without the Spirit you won't get the revelation right. of what God is speaking right. and the revelation of His His presence can be there, but you, you don't get the revelation of His presence. Right. And so I, I don't want to be, again, I don't want to be misquoted. His presence can be there, but you can miss the... It's kind of like when... Um, in, in Judges where it says about Gideon, it says the angel of the Lord came and then he appeared. 
There you go. Right? Yeah. yeah. So in, yeah. I think it's like in verse 11, <laughs> yeah. he came, and then in verse 12, it says, and then he appeared. Mm-hmm. And so I love that you brought that up because I do think there's that role, that that place there that's very specific of tapping into the role of the Holy Spirit to bring the revelation of everything I read today. How does that translate? See, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. How does that translate? So I I read these two chapters. So now, God, what are you saying to me about Mm -hmm. that? If we don't take the time, then all we've done is we've just put it in our intellect. Yeah. And if it's if it's not in our spirit, so what does that mean to me? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, so worship can be that time of reading but then then sitting there saying okay god now this is what i read but what does it mean what are you speaking to me mm-hmm. and 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 taking the time and that's what we don't have a lot of unfortunately mm-hmm. we have we have the internet was supposed to make our life easier and give us more time but instead we waste our time mm-hmm. on stupid things on the internet mm-hmm. instead of turning that off and saying okay god i read I, you know i spent 20 minutes reading I need to spend another 20 minutes finding out what you said to me about that. I love it. And journaling it, mm-hmm. you know, and because if we don't give God time to respond, yeah. we're just reading stories. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and yeah. I, I know somebody's going to send us something they're going to say. No, it so is they're okay. saying you read I, the Bible, you're not in the presence of no, God. That's yeah, not what no, I'm that's saying. That's not what we're saying. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I love that you're bringing this up because I often. I will tell people, like, when you read the Bible, I don't want you reading. I want I want every two to three verses, I want you to stop, and I want you to wait with a pen in hand. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to teach them yes. and train them how to hear back from the Holy Spirit. My son is 14, and, and you know, up until really about two weeks ago, I've, always, I've been reading the Bible to him. About once a week, we get together, and I'll read through a story, and then we talk about it, mm-hmm. and da-da-da-da-da. And so... Um, we, we had probably gone about a month without doing that. And so he's like, Mom, when are you going to start reading? And I was like, I'm just going to be honest not with you, buddy. It's time for you to start reading yourself. And I said, because here's why. What's happening is 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 you're getting my interpretation of what the Holy Spirit's telling me. Mm-hmm. And you're 14 now, and it's time for me to start transitioning. As much as I love it, because he's my baby. I'm like, I don't want to read the Bible for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, but I'm not doing you any favors. You need to learn how to hear from the Holy Spirit and interpret. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to pick a story each week. I'm going to read it on my own. You're going to read it on your own. And then we're going to come That's back and good. discuss it. Yeah. Instead of me reading it to you and saying, well, here's here's how I read this. And, well, here, right, and of course, right. I ask him questions, those kinds of things. But it's just that next level of really teaching him how to hear from God for himself right, instead right. of feeding him the word. Right. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, so like the mountain. So like you've got Moses at the base of the mountain. Is he in the presence of God? Yeah. God's right there on the mountain. But he wasn't satisfied with that. Mm-hmm. He had to go up. To, he had to put in that mm-hmm. other effort. Yeah. And, and when you see Moses on the mountain and the people at the valley, the, the drastic difference between their experience. So good. You know, so he, good. Has, he has a mountaintop experience yeah. that changes his life. Yes. I mean, God sets things in order. We get the Ten Commandments from the top yes. of the mountain, not in the middle of the valley. The people at the bottom of the valley, they're, they are defying the very thing God's saying yeah. and they're feet away. I mean, so not good. miles away. They're in the same region, the same vicinity. That's why, like in church, so somebody can be at church. So their life can be drastically changed by the mm-hmm. presence of God. And the person sitting inches from them mm-hmm. will leave church and say, well, I didn't feel nothing. Yeah. Well, it's because you didn't go to the mountain. You were so at the good. mountain, but that's you didn't so climb good. the mountain. It's so good. Yeah, and so that's just a huge, you know, Moses is up there. He, you know, God, God puts... I mean, you know, atheists will argue 
but uh, the, the morality that we have in our world today, every law that we have on the books comes from the Ten Commandments. Absolutely. And that happened because a man decided to be obedient to God and climb the mountain. Why didn't God just come down the mountain? You know, why didn't God just... There's the trouble. There's yeah. where the people are. You know, here's the heathens from Egypt. You know, mm-hmm. they're down there worshiping a golden calf and just having all kinds of, deb- mm-hmm. the Bible says rivalry. I mean, revelry. They're just, I mean, it's crazy mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Why didn't, you know, if, if God loves us, why don't he just come down the mountain? Because it requires something from us That's to get right. in the presence That's of God. Right. That's right. I mean, God's presence is everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could you can be at a bar mm-hmm. and God's presence is Amen. there. He's he's omnipresent. He is everywhere. But that doesn't mean you're going to experience him mm-hmm. unless you tap into him and push into him. And it, it just blows my mind when when I just, just you know, I think the Bible is a it's a book of contrast. You have the 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 black and white, the night and day, the you know the the healings, and then the the ones that it, it, there's just so many stories of contrast. And here's another one of those on top of a mountain, so good. feet away. I love that visual. Is the presence of God, mm-hmm. uh, and on the bottom of the same mountain, at the mm-hmm. base of that mountain, it, they're they're making an entirely different God. You know, it's interesting. Hold your hands up like that. So when you think of the third heavens, the second heavens, and then the first heavens. Right. Right? right, and God yeah. says that we're seated with Christ upon high in the heavenlies. Yes, see that. And it's yeah. that shift of perspective. This is where we're seated in here in the second heavens. Is your um, all your warfare, your demonic and mm-hmm. angelic warfare, and down here is just all the crazy chaos. Right. Yeah. And, and it is like when we when we enter into the throne room, we shift into this third heaven, which, by the way, is a very authoritative position. I get to look down on warfare. Right. I'm not in the midst of the warfare. Right. I'm looking down on warfare. I have authority over warfare. Yeah. This is when you said that. I was like, oh, this is the first heaven, second heaven, third yeah. heaven. Because in that second heaven, that spiritual warfare, that's that's when when your time is telling you, I don't have time. When the kids are it's crying, good. when the dryer's buzzing because the clothes mm-hmm. are done, they're going to get wrinkled. Uh, you know, I've got work. I've got soccer practice. I've got mm-hmm. all these. That's that spiritual you know we we look at Moses and well he's got nothing else to do I can assure you climbing that mountain in sandals I don't know if you've ever I mean in a robe yeah sandals in a robe I mean he, the dude he didn't have a backpack I mean he didn't eat for 40 he didn't have days to suck water out of yeah he didn't have his camelback on he's just you know he's got his little hiking boots and his claw shoes and you know his little fancy I mean he's yeah. got a staff absolutely but that's all he's got yeah. I don't I mean he got long hair and a long beard keeping him warm I mean <laughs> I mean good Good grief. And, you know, it's so easy to say, well, it's Moses. No, he's a man just like mm-hmm. we're human. And he, but God called him to the mountain and he decided to make that. He, he didn't responded. have to do that, yes. but he responded. And when you say yes to God, all hell breaks loose. That's that. That's that second heaven. We're stepping into the oh, spiritual I battle. That. I love You've that. Got, you got to go through the spiritual battle to right, get it. Oh, right, right. Good. That's the, good. I mean, it's just so physically. I, you know, I'm part of this this men's ministry. It's called 4M. It's they, mm-hmm. they do these XCCs, which is an extreme character challenge, and you go on these hikes. And I've only gone on one. It about killed me. I thought yeah. I would never survive yeah, Brad this. Brad would hate that. Yeah, it's just the worst. Po- and I'm thinking, <laughs> but he has great character. Yeah, I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking. I paid to do this. I've, I've paid people to torture me. Is what you know? What you're thinking? Yeah. Uh, and so I've learned from that. Uh, such an experience with God, or to have great experiences with God, is going to require. I'm going to have to do something. Mm-hmm. We want God to do everything because we're spoiled. Yeah. And we wonder why God's not moving in our life. And He's just saying, "Come up here." Climb yeah. the mountain. And right of course it's hard. You know, the, the physical 
part of climbing a mountain. You have gravity against you. You've got your body against you. Every every wound got that you've gone through, you. yeah, mm-hmm. your mind, yeah, the emotional wounds. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going through all that. Your physical, every physical time that you hurt yourself is going to show itself when you climb that mountain. Oh, and when you're when you're climbing so it, good. when you're climbing it, it it's gonna. It, what it so does say is say that it, again. Every phys- every physical ailment yes. in your body is gonna. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be manifest. Yeah. And, you know because. You can you can ride in your you know your nice car and your knee doesn't hurt, mm-hmm. but when you get on the mountain, then you're going to hear the story from the guy. Oh, I got this football injury. Every 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 ailment so from our bad. past is revealed when we climb the mountain physically, mm-hmm. and it's going to try and resist our climb. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And if that happens in the physical, the physical is just a type and shadow. It's yes. of, of the yes. spiritual, and so it begins to happen in the spiritual this is so when good. we start climbing to get in God's presence. I'm sorry. It's okay. A little swoon. I feel the spirit coming up my legs. That's why if I keep grinning, that's why I'm like, yeah. But keep going. We start climbing the mountain, and then our our past comes up. Our you're messing me up. Our, the guilt, the shame, yeah. our our wounds, what you, how people abandoned us, how how this didn't work mm-hmm. out. All of those spiritual things yeah. begin to attack God, us. This is so real. But we've got to press through because mm-hmm. at the top of the mountain is God. And he's saying, you want to see my face? You're not going to see it down there. Mm-hmm. My face is only going to be revealed if you'll climb through. And we want God to just, just get rid of the stuff. Mm-hmm. That's if, if he did that... He would have to repent to Jesus for the cross. Mm-hmm. He would have to repent and say, I'm sorry that was so painful. So God, is, God is not a God to, to alleviate our pain. Mm-hmm. He's a God to heal it and to take us through, through it. The pain. Mm-hmm. We go through, you know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That God could have easily... When they went to throw them in, you know, water could have fallen and the fire would have just put out. And they'd land there and go, look at that, you know, mm-hmm. look what God did. He didn't save them from the fire. He saved them through the fire. That's good. And then so in good. the fire, he was revealed. Mm-hmm. It was in, you know, in that their mountain was, was standing before Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I don't want to die in a fire, but mm-hmm. oh, King, we're, we're not careful that we're going to address you. Our God may not, he may not save us, but even if he doesn't, we're not going to bow to you. Mm, and it. that's that mountain. That's yeah. that, that's that, oh, you know, but when they, when they go through that, they end up in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. You know, Moses ends up in the presence of God so at the top of the mountain. It's so good. It's just, it's, and it, like I said, this, there's, I can get stuck on yeah, one and just yeah. I can just hit that one story over and over. Just just the well, but, but the reality is we need to hear it over and over and over again. You know, yeah, yeah, because yeah. our inclination is to to give in to the resistance, give in to the difficulties, to not persevere. Right. I mean, you were there when I was talking on Saturday about that greatest characteristic trait is the ability to persevere. Right. And it's perseverance that will get you to the top of the mountain. It's perseverance that got Jesus to the to the cross. To the cross, yeah. Because he saw beyond the cross yeah. and he saw the joy on the other side of it. Right. And the joy of the rescuing of his of, of his people back to his father. Right, right. And so I I, I just think it's so good. Where did, where where was the cross? Where did it happen? 
up on the hill of Golgotha Hill, hill? up on a hill. A hill? Yeah. Did you say a hill? Yeah, I said a hill. <laughs> he had, but I bet it felt like a mountain. Uh, it, yeah, it was a mountain it for was, him. Yeah, every step, yeah. dragging that cross up there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm reminded right now of uh, of Samuel mm-hmm. and his mom, Hannah. Mm-hmm. You know, she mm-hmm. she tells God, if you give me a son, I'll give him back, back to, to you. You. Mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if there was an incline in the road to, to the temple to take Samuel to the temple to drop him off. But when I just picture this mama... That was a mountain. Wa- yeah, yeah, this mama walking with this little kid with his little chubby fingers holding her pinky, and he, and she's taking him to the temple. Yeah. That's a mountain. That was a climb. That was, yeah. It was a How climb. do you do that? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a dad, and I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. that's, that's they're, they're in, it's in that walking. It's in that, that step of her to the temple. That's her worship. Mm-hmm. It's her being obedient. It's her offering. It's, her yeah, child. it's her sacrifice, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you know, Abraham, I was speaking about Abraham a few weeks ago, and I was just thinking about you know, the same kind of thing with, with, with Samuel and Hannah and Samuel. I was thinking about Abraham, and he's climbing the mountain, and each step he takes, he's increasing in elevation. Mm-hmm. His physical body is becoming higher. Yeah. But with each step, his spiritual man becomes lower. Yeah. He becomes more because when he says, he, he says, you know, he tells the, the men at the bottom of the mountain, he's, you know, the servants, he says, me and the lad are going to go mm-hmm. worship, you know, mm-hmm. and that word worship means bowed, mm-hmm. bowed, bent. And so each step he takes, even though if he had an altimeter, it would be saying, you know, you're, you're 20 feet higher. Now you're 50 feet higher. But each each time the, the click of the altimeter would, would go so up good. to say he's higher elevated physically, I can promise you he's lower elevated spiritually. So good. He's more humbled. Yeah, and and so that's what I'm talking about because, once again, with reading the Word, you can read the Word and it can elevate you physically. Because you're like, oh, goodness, look how much more I know. Mm-hmm. But if we don't have that moment with God, mm-hmm. then we just walk around telling people what they're doing yeah. wrong. We're elevated broadcasting in our knowledge. In our knowledge, right. We've elevated ourselves in our knowledge. Oh, it. But it's, it's that it's saying, okay, God, what what is in me? Mm-hmm. What is in me? You know, the, the Bible's a sword. It's not a sword for us to kill other people. It's a sword to kill us. Oh, We're the problem. So We're not supposed to go around cutting people down. We are the pe- problem. <laughs> <laughs> I like to help people. <laughs> it's so true. We are the problem. So Isn't true. that? It don't is you so show true. up in every one of your problems? I show up in every problem, every situation that ever happens in my life. I show I up in the- problems I wasn't invited into. <laughs> I'm just trying I'm, to stay out of everybody else's problems. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm the common denominator in every in situation my in my life. Yeah, yeah that's and so, so good. the sword is to—it's to cut me. It's to—it's to—it's to divide my heart, mm-hmm. to expose what's what's not right. You know, what does David say? You know, is there any wicked way in me? You yeah. know, purge me, God. You know that that I that I could be pure before you. Yes. And if we if we just read the word, I, I know people that know the word. They will quote the word. I, I was at a funeral a few weeks ago, and this guy came up to me after me. He was, he said, he said to me, uh, he goes, man, what you were talking about? It just, re- it's a funeral, you know. You think you thought I was at church? And he was, what you said, man, it really spoke to me. And I said, well, man, that's good. I said, how can I pray with you? And he goes, he goes, well, I don't really believe in Jesus. And I'm like, well, that's a problem. And but then he begins to quote scripture to me and tell me mm-hmm. all about the Bible and stuff. Mm-hmm. This dude is whacked in his head, but he was quoting scripture, mm-hmm. nailing it. Who wouldn't, you know? I know a lot of the mm-hmm. Bible, and he was getting it right. You know, it wasn't like a twisted version. Mm-hmm. And but and so my point is, he knows the word, mm-hmm. but what it did is it elevated him to where now he doesn't even need Jesus. Oh wow! 
And this happens so oh, often wow. in our life that oh. we we have. There's your Bible. We have we have we have this word, mm-hmm. but we don't have the word. That's so good. You know, we we know we the have knowledge. This word, but we don't have the word. Yes, and, and the we, word is flesh. Right. You know, right. it's alive. Right. If we the word, because otherwise, like I said, and, and this is, I really feel like this is is somewhat specific to men because we're we're really we we like to be we like to, we deal with facts we deal with facts you know when 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 your wife says to you uh the garbage disposal is not working uh you know the car light came on the check engine lights on and and the kids were acting really bad today what a man hears is okay i'm going to call them i'm going to i'm going to get the car to the shop and i'm going to get the garbage disposal fixed and then i'm going to go whoop a kid real quick and, and that's what we hear. Mm-hmm. And then we get up to go do that. And the lady's sitting there like, I just wanted you to hear me. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to fix it. I just want you to hear me. Mm-hmm. And and then together we can fix it, yeah. you know. And, so and so, but, but, but that's because we haven't, you know, men had, not that women aren't intellectual. It don't mean that at all. But we, we, we deal with facts. Mm-hmm. And so the word can just be a fact to us. Well, the yeah. Bible says this and this and this and this. And then we look for the problems to apply it to. So good. But we don't look at the problem here so unless, we're, unless we are willing to let God break us down mm-hmm. on that journey up the mountain. If, so if we're not willing to climb that mountain spiritually mm-hmm. and lay ourselves bare before God and say, God, I, I'm just a mess mm-hmm. and I don't know what to do. And mm-hmm. I, I'm reading your word and I just feel like I'm, you know, we just have to be honest. I just feel like it's just black letters on a white page. Yeah, I don't really feel like I don't, I don't even know what you're saying. Yes. So God, let me just lay here and you talk to me. So good. You know, I think, uh, you know, you were a part of in the beginning when I was really coming into the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And, and I, <laughs> I even remember sitting in one of your services. She, she would call me all the time. So this happened. Is this supposed to happen? <laughs> What's happening to me? What is happening to me? Uh, I'm still doing it. After that, I was like, uh, are you sure I might yeah. have been translating? I think I was translating. What do you think? Is that possible? You're like, uh, you're like, of course it's possible. And yes, I definitely think you were translating. Josh was, Pastor Josh was like, you were not there. You weren't even in the same You room. were not even in the same He was like 100%. I was like, I don't know what happened. Anyways, that's a story Sorry. for another time. We digress. But you're making me all hot. Honestly, at one point, I really felt like, and I, again, I want to be careful saying this, but I'm just going to say it. I felt like I almost hid behind the scriptures. Like they became kind of my safety where mm-hmm. I was like, I can sit here and everything else that's going on looks and feels spiritual, but it's unfamiliar to me and it feels unsafe. So, and I want to look spirit and I need mm-hmm. to, you know, and so um, I, I really remember a distinct time where the Lord came on me and, and, and I, I talk a lot about how there were probably about three years where I spent two to three hours every afternoon just studying scripture. And I remember a distinct time um, where God was like, okay, now I want you to split that time in half. I want you to read scripture and then I want you to sit in my presence. See, yeah. And that's when the shift happened. Wow. And I was like, I don't know what's, what, what am I going to do? Just yeah, sit what, here. What, what? I would pray through the scripture and the Lord was like, no, you put your Bible up, be quiet mm-hmm. and I'll teach you how to pray. I'll yeah. teach you how to interact with me. So that was when the Lord really f- started giving me the phrase, just relax and receive my presence. Mm, that's so good. And so I learned, yeah. and even still now, it's, it's very common for me to, I have a particular position, I'll lay flat on my back, put my kind of tuck my hands this way and just lay flat. It's very comfortable for me. And, and that's kind of like my apple tree with God, for lack of a better <laughs> term, like where I'm like, here I am, just come and get me. Just I'm yeah. just going to sit here and let you find me. 
I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to speak in tongues. I'm mm-hmm. just going to sit here. I'm going to be aware of your presence. And almost 100% of the time, I'll come under the power and just mm-hmm. really just kind of go into this space, um, which obviously I couldn't come out of on Saturday. <laughs> I was like, I can't come out of this. So, you got one job, Lisa. We need you to go on stage and pray. And instead, you go on stage and melt. I literally <laughs> melted. And I tried to, I, I, when I came to you, I was like, kind of begging you, like, please don't make me go up there. I was like, it, it, I'm not ready. I can't see. And you were like, it's your turn. Is I just remember, <laughs> it was almost like you were like, yeah, this is exactly what the Lord is it's calling. That's exactly for. right. That's but, what, but that's what everybody you, needed. Yeah. And to your point, yeah. I, I could not get physically low enough. Yes. I, I could not. But what I was seeing in my mind, and my eyes were shut. If I even tried to open my eyes, the but even the brilliance in what I was seeing in my mind, which w- is still um, beautifully frightening. I don't know how to describe it. Um, I, I can't describe it. But I felt so low, but also exalted at the same time. Like I, yeah, like it wrecked me. Yeah, you know, and I mean, it's like only three or four days later when I start talking about, it, I'm like, I, I can't, I can't, I'm not ready. Hey, talk about I need it. to yeah. stay anchored right now. Yeah, because it was, how do you be in those it, those two places at the same time, right. like where your spirit is so? And, and James talks about that. If you humble yourself before the Lord, mm-hmm. He will lift you up. Right. And right. and you know, and that's why I was like, oh, it's so beautifully humbling you know mm-hmm. and i would love to say like, i didn't have any pride whatever well, of course i do oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> duh yeah. yeah and so i just um but as you were speaking earlier i was like uh to be kind of as you were talking about abraham how he was his his track his trichotomy his full being was was experiencing two things at the same time. Two, yes, his yes. spirit was going up as his soul, and the more his soul was humbled, the more his spirit was soaring. Right. And that's so biblical. Yes, so biblical. Yes, yeah. Just you know, and it, it happens through our obedience. Mm-hmm. When God's called us to something, He doesn't call. If God has to tell you to do something, it's because you're not doing it, yeah. and you're not doing <laughs> it because it's not comfortable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if, if God asks you a question, you don't know the answer. That Don't act like you do. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if he calls you to do something, it's because you're not doing it. Mm-hmm. And so, and he knows it's going to be hard for you. Mm-hmm. He knows it's going to be difficult. It's going to grate against your flesh. But that's why he's calling you to do it. Mm-hmm. Because in the doing, you become, your spirit becomes elevated so and your flesh becomes yes. bowed before the Lord. I and that is what, that is, that, that is what we need. And however mm-hmm. long before the Lord comes, that's what, we, if, I believe there's an army, and I said this at the, at the Arise on Saturday, you know, they're, they're, what, welcome to the resurrection. You did, yeah. you know, you dry, dry bones. bones. This is what God, ele- mm-hmm. this is what he resurrected you for. This time right now is what he resurrected mm-hmm. you for. We went through battles. We've all been through emotions emotional things, physical things. We've been beaten up, knocked down, and He's resurrected us, and He's going to use what we've been through because it's bowed our flesh low. Mm. And when our flesh bows before Him, it elevates us. And and, in the Bible, the physical picture of that is climbing a mountain. Mm. In the Bible, the the picture of that is doing something that is counterproductive to what your flesh wants to do. Your flesh says, if God wants me, come down here. And God's like, if you want me, come up here. That's so come good. up higher. So good. Come up higher. Mm-hmm. And and when we make that, you know, I mean, Abraham, the 
you know, you're just seeing the Spirit of God coming on you as you're just trying to talk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as, you're, as you're talking about, uh, you know, what happened to you Saturday. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, just seeing that as that Spirit of God comes on you. I'm just reminded of Abraham. You know, it's this, this man... You know, it's so easy for us to read stories in the Bible and miss, and miss mm-hmm. what what's really happening mm-hmm. because we know the end of the story. Mm-hmm. Abraham's climbing this mountain, fully expecting to murder this child. Mm-hmm. I mean, he that's he's that fully, make any sense? No, and and he, you, this I, is totally opposite of what you said. God. Right? It, How it, can this be? How in the world? Because he knows God is a God of love. Mm-hmm. He knows that God is on his side. He knows that God promised this child. He knows that this promise is is a one-off, oh my gosh, I can't believe this has happened. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just such an incredible thing that God has given him this son miraculously. And then for God to tell him, not that God just, you know, just, just kill the kid, God. Don't have me do it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, why don't you just take him back? Mm-hmm. That would be so much easier than, than from, because mm-hmm. there's a ripping yes. of Abraham's heart. His heart had to be just ripped in two. Mm-hmm. But each step he goes, he's going closer to that moment. I'm sure he was thinking, I hope this mountain is taller than I can physically reach. Because if I can't get to the top, I won't have to kill him. I won't him. have to kill him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, he makes it. Mm-hmm. But as, you know, each step is that just ripping of his soul. Mm-hmm. And then when he gets there and then, you know, he goes to kill him. I and mean, most of us know the story. He, he goes to, to kill him and then the angel stops him. And then there's that ram that's mm-hmm. caught in the thicket. Mm-hmm. You know, he would have never seen that. Mm-hmm. He would have never experienced. You talk about the presence of God. The suddenly of God. Yeah. And so when, when I'm talking about you Saturday and, and just seeing that come over you again, just thinking about Abraham, what he must have felt, and how mm-hmm. how his physical body being beat up from the from the climb. Yeah. He, you know he's twisted his ankle. You know his toes are bleeding. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know once again the man's wearing sandals and a robe. He's not dressed for this. Mm-hmm. He's you know he's physically exhausted. Mm-hmm. He's worn out. Emo- you know because just when you go through an emotional thing, it takes a physical yes. toll. Yes. And so he's not just tired from the physical, physical. climb. Mm-hmm. He's tired from the emotional yes. climb. And then he gets up there and the presence of God shows up. Yeah. And <laughs> how, how there was a, there was a, a, a ram caught uh, in the thicket. Yeah. You know, and, and I said this, you know, at the Arise again, not to re-preach the sermon, uh, but the, it blew my mind, and, and so when I tell people to study the Bible, what I, what I what I say is I say read the Bible until you get something that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's good. When you get something, you're like, oh, I like. What that. does that mean? Yeah. What, what is that? It's just it's that. that it's yeah. that. It's a manna moment because manna yeah. means what is it? What is it? You know, mm-hmm. and it's what's so a man, you're reading the manna, and in the manna, you're like, what is it? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? You don't need to read another three chapters. Yeah. Stop there. Yes. And you might, and, and this has happened to me. I'll find something so weird, peculiar in the Bible. And it just bugs me in the spirit. Yes. And it's 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 just God highlight. It just stands out to me. And I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, and so I often call I'll that just, up. That's, that's your point of unreconciliation. It's right. the place where you're like, I wouldn't have said it that way. I would have said it like this. That's it. And that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's all, And that's all it takes. And, and so, you know, as a believer, you know the word is true. You know it's not written with these errors and mistakes. Mm-hmm. And so you begin to meditate on that and begin to think, okay, what, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And as you begin to do that, you realize there's another message in there that you would have never seen had you not stopped. Had you not stopped. And so for me, in the King James, it says, it says that before, you know, he goes to kill Abraham, or kill Isaac, and, and the angel of the Lord stops him. And it says, and then behind him, behind him caught in the thicket is a lamb. 
And that just jumped out at me one day. And I'm like, mm -hmm. what does that mean? Because I'm always thinking the lamb was already up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, God provided, mm -hmm. you know, and, 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 and I'm not taken away from that because mm -hmm. there's many messages yes, preached absolutely. about that. Mm -hmm. But the, for me, that spoke more to me that it says it's behind him mm -hmm. because that means either he's completely blind and he walked right past that lamb. The, or, or the lamb wasn't flinching at all. Mm -hmm. It was just completely still. Mm -hmm. Isaac must, I mean, Isaac has had a conversation with dad on the way up. And it says, where's the lamb? Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you start having that moment, you start looking for things. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Isaac is looking. Yeah. Where, you know, and, yeah. and when you're looking for something, you'll find it if it's there. Mm -hmm. And so these two men walked, either walked right past that lamb or the lamb followed them up. Mm. And I just think that the lamb followed them up. That's so good. Mm. He's just like, every step you take, he's right there behind mm -hmm. you. Every, you know, you, you don't even have to yeah. always get to the top of the mountain mm -hmm. because the lamb's right there. Yeah. He would have never seen. You know, it was, it was a prophetic so word. It was a prophetic word to, the, to Jesus being the lamb that was slain yes. for us. He would have never. And, and he's writing this story. He's experiencing this story. He has no idea how prophetic it is yes. and how, you know, how we, we will point back to Jesus as the lamb, mm -hmm. you know, that took the place of Isaac, mm -hmm. that took our place. We, you know, he doesn't know this going on mm -hmm. he's just thinking this is the worst day of my life and then in a and moment I gotta go back and tell my wife <laughs> yeah, exactly how am I gonna explain this and in a moment mm -hmm. it all changes so good and there's the lamb so good <sighs> I just love that all right we're gonna marinate in this we gotta okay. end this episode but we're not done because he's got a lot more I know he's got a lot more I hope all right from now until the next time remember enforcing purpose it starts with I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can also find me on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or you can check out my other podcast show, Enforcing Purpose with Lisa Schwartz. For general information or resources, head to my website at www.lisa-schwartz.com. Thanks for listening.